quasi hit. And in today's video, I want to share with you the best way to deal with uncertainty, what to do and what not to do. If you're someone who's going through uncertain times right now, this video is going to be extremely valuable for you. And I only wish I knew this when I was going through uncertain times. So make sure you stick around to the very end of this. I'm really excited to share this with you. Before I begin this video, I want to quickly announce that you can now get exclusive access to our email list as well as the brand new Identity Shifting Bootcamp. If you just scroll down to the comments section below, the pinned comments will contain a link to it as well as the description box. Uh, you could just go to a page and you'll enter your name and email and get access there. I can share stuff honestly that I can't really share on the channel because of YouTube's limitations. So, uh, you know, go down there and sign up for it. So without further delay, let's go right ahead and get started. Today, I want to talk to you about dealing with uncertainty. And this is a topic that was very personal to me. See, back in uh, 2019, I made the big decision to not go full time into my career and quit my full time job uh, and go towards entrepreneurship and start something that was quite shaky. And I took a huge leap of faith. And I've noticed that every time in my life I've gotten something very rewarding, a rewarding result, it's always come out of this leap of faith. So you've got to take certain leaps of faith. And I'm not talking about going to the casino and gambling because the odds are always stacked against you there. But in life, you know, when you take these leaps of faith, there are, the odds are very much in your favor because not many people are willing to do that. Right? So um, in this video, I want to talk to you about my personal story, taking leaps of faith, and the most effective way to deal with uncertainty. And what I want to begin with is the biggest problem, okay? What most people currently do uh, when they're faced with uncertain times. So most people contract when faced with uncertainty, contract. Now in life, you can either expand and become open to receiving or you can contract and become closed off. Right. So this is the subtle dynamics called uh, power versus force. It's a great book by David R. Hawkins. If you haven't read it, I would encourage you to read it. But essentially force is kind of like you're forcing your way, you're contracted, you're fighting against something, you're protecting something. Power is more like you're letting it happen naturally. You know, you're using you're sort of if I were to demonstrate this, it's kind of like your force is fighting against the tide. Power is using the tide to deliver you to your goals. It's that simply put. Right. So most people contract during uncertainty and they become very defensive. They start to fight and they start to become very reactive, which then makes the battle much harder than it needs to be. Right. So because of that, they go towards undesired events and things happen that shouldn't and they make mistakes and they have regrets on their decisions. So the biggest example of this is just giving up. Right. Like most people, when faced with uncertain times, they'll just contract and just give up and go back to their old thing. And then they'll come back to it again and try it another day when they're feeling it. And then it won't work again. And the same attitude will keep reflecting over and over again. And this is exactly why I say that, you know, it's never mindset or action. It's mindset and action mindset. You know, action is a part of your mindset. You know, how you act is determined by how you predominantly think and what you predominantly feel. If you can control your internal world externally, the manifestation will follow, right? So the biggest problem in dealing with uncertainty is most people contract during their uncertainty. And what you've got to understand 
is uncertainty is actually potential. Okay. Uncertainty is massive potential. Why do I say this? Well, please reflect it this way. There are periods of your life when you're very certain and periods of your life when you're uncertain. The period of certainty comes from a period of uncertainty, right? So this period of uncertainty actually has its place. And why it has its place is because it makes you more open to receiving. Okay, when you're uncertain about something, you will start to question it. When you start to question things, you will seek answers. And when you seek answers, you will find them. Whatever you're looking for, you will find. Okay, so uncertainty at the period of uncertainty in your life has great, great potential. Because the period of uncertainty is kind of like, you know, you have this period where things go well and you're very certain about your life. And then there is this uncertain period that follows and then more period of certainty, right? So it's just this middle period. Uncertainty is this middle period that connects to certain periods of your life. It's just that delay before that next phase in your life takes shape. Now you can have a say in how the next phase in your life, what next phase in your life takes shape. And this is exactly what this period of uncertainty does. So please think about it. Every time you've had a period of uncertainty in your life, I'm very sure that it was followed by this phase of life where you were certain and maybe you liked it or maybe you didn't like it. And what happened after that period of certainty, what you liked or what you disliked was determined by your attitude during the period of uncertainty. Isn't that right? If your attitude is sour during this period of uncertainty and you contract, then more things will show up here after the uncertainty. Let's say the flow is this way, right? More things will show up, more negative things will show up after that. So for example, you go to try out a business and it doesn't work and you contract, you're like, oh, it's not going to work. Then you return to your job. It's more of the undesired situation, right? Which you don't want. You're contracting back to your job and you don't like the job. You're going back to the same job. You're going back to the same abusive relationship. You know, there was a moment where you questioned the relationship and you're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of this. But then you contracted again, you fell asleep again and you went back to it. But on the other hand, so two things can happen from this point, right? Let's say the black line is negative and the red line is a positive counterpart. Your attitude during the period of uncertainty can also lead to a positive desired lifeline or life trajectory, which is what we're going to discuss next. Your life trajectory. And, you know, maybe you didn't fold during this period of uncertainty. You decided to quit your job and you wanted to, you know, start up a business and the business didn't work but you didn't quit. You still stayed at it. Maybe you got a part-time job. You didn't go back to the full-time job and you just, you didn't completely give up, but you're still like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's not going to happen now. Maybe I still got to do more research. I got to get more finances to invest in this and I got to try harder. You still kept at it and you kept researching and you kept doing your part. You kept showing up and you immersed yourself. Then the positive lifeline, eventually it's going to happen. Like there's no choice. If you keep focusing on something for long enough, eventually it's going to happen. And then eventually it does happen. So this is the positive counterpart, positive, negative, right? And then the positive thing follows after the uncertain period. So funny enough, this is exactly what happened to me in May of 2019, when I decided to quit my full-time job where I had an offer 
to work there at an engineering career. I said, no, I'm going to work on my business. And everyone thought I was naive and foolish. My parents thought I was naive and foolish and like a kid trying to chase candy. And that's exactly what I was. I was a kid trying to chase candy, but I got my candy. <laughs> and it's because I persisted, right? It's because I persisted and I struggled through this uncertain period. And this uncertain period came because I was clear on what I wanted and I acted according with that. So everything was in line. My thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs, my identity, my actions, all of those were in one line with what I wanted. And because I acted sincerely with that, the period of uncertainty came. That period of uncertainty is a test. Life is testing your resolve. Do you really want this? Do you really want this? Do you actually want this? Are you good enough to withstand these tough tides? So in May of 2019, when I quit, give you a backstory, I started the business in like January, February of 2019, and I was making some money and I was making like one, two, three K a month, maybe getting some clients here and there. And it was very consistent. It was consistently at one to three K a month up until May. That's when I hit a big fat zero, right when I graduated college, right when I told the employer that I would quit, right? And right then I hit zero and my parents were like, oh, what's going on? What are you even doing? You're just like staying in this house. You're living for free. You're eating for free. And you're not even like we paid for your tuition. What's what's going on? Why aren't you like, why aren't you going to this job? Is it time now? Are you going to go now? And I had this big breakdown, this big meltdown in this month. And that's when the test, I, I truly felt it, but I still persisted. I still made the videos. I still did what I needed to do but I had an internal eye, you know, I, I let go of those, those pent up feelings that were coming up instead of suppressing them and just trying to take massive action. I felt them. I took my time. I reflected on them. I inquired them and I didn't contract. The biggest thing is I didn't contract during the doubts. I had lots of doubts then. Will I make it? Will it work? What if it doesn't work? No one, you know, does mindset coaching and most people do business coaching. Most people do relationship coaching. Most people do this coaching and that coaching. Why would I be able to do it? I don't even know if coaching is going to work. Would I be able to make, you know, replace my nine to five salary with this? I mean, I would have been happy if I could just replace the salary from my nine to five back then. Right. But what happened was because my attitude was right in May 2019 and I still persisted. I didn't let it shake me. June was when I made my first 5k month. July was when I made my first 8k month and August was my first 20k month. And then September was 80k and it just blew up from there, right? And all of that happened because I focused on the right things and I still persisted and I changed my relationship to the doubts. That's the secret, right? Changing your relationship to the uncertainty, to the doubt. And that's how you go from contracting in doubt to expanding in it. So that led me to that next point, which I already discussed, which is your life trajectory. Your life trajectory is determined by the meaning that you attribute to the events that are unfolding right now. Whatever meaning that's attributed to this period of uncertainty, of ups and downs, if you put a positive meaning on it, then positive things will happen. If you put a negative meaning, then negative things will happen. If you put a neutral meaning, nothing will happen, right? 
So let me ask you this. How do you perceive uncertain periods in your life? Are you in constant resistance of it? Are you closed off to it? Are you rejecting it? Or are you accepting it, welcoming it, and using it to grow? Right? So uh, most people, whenever something bad or uncertain happens because they've been so accustomed to being certain, they reject it as a part of life. The period of certainty they accept, but the period of uncertainty they reject. You either accept everything or reject everything, right? When you start to discriminate between the two, then you reject this as life itself, right? So you're, you're rejecting this as life, this period of uncertainty. You're accepting this as life, but you're rejecting this as life. Even the unwanted has its place. Even the uncertainty has its place. Our limited minds, the ego, cannot conceive of what place it has in here because it thinks that it's always right. It always thinks that, oh, you know, it's always got to go from A to B to C to D, but in reality, it's not linear, right? Life always takes the path of least resistance, the path that expends the least energy to deliver you to your goals. It doesn't concern yourself with what you want entirely. It gives you what you want, but in its own way, right? So that's the rough lesson that I learned that month. Even though I hit zero, my faith, my trust in what I was doing was unshaken. I still trusted that somehow it's gonna work out. Somehow it's gonna work out. Just keep persisting, let's just keep trying. Okay, so what was that? You know, in that period, what did I have that made me, that made my trust in it so strong? Let's get right to it. Those are the three keys. Key number one was viewing uncertainty as potential or opportunity, right? Opportunity. So I was always asking myself, what good can come out of this? I know I feel uncertain. I know I feel anxious. What good can come out of this? It's almost like imagining you somewhere in the future, living from the end, looking back at this and being like, I know I'm going to look back at this and be like, oh man, those were some tough times, but I'm so glad it happened. Can I accept it as that? Can I view, can I change my perception, my relationship to uncertainty, which leads me to the second point, which is simply change your relationship to it. If you can't stop resisting it, change your relationship to it. So this is kind of like that feedback loop of hell that I describe sometimes in the channel. If we look at it like this, let's say there is an event and you have a negative perception to the event, but then you fall into the trap of studying personal development a little too much. And then you start to be like, oh, I feel negative about this. I shouldn't feel negative. It's bad to feel negative. So poor you now feels negative about feeling negative. And then you're like, oh no, this is bad. I shouldn't feel negative about feeling negative. I should try to feel positive. So what was just one ball of negativity now becomes to the power of three, right? So it's much worse than just this one ball that you felt negative and you experienced it and you let it go. The key thing to do here is cut your relationship right here. This is negative, okay. That's okay. I, I'm a human being. I don't have to feel good all the time. Right? Sometimes I'm going to have bad days. Sometimes I'm going to have good days. Can I be okay with feeling negative about this? Yeah, sure. 
turn that into a positive and then you cut it off there right just like just like a normal human being and i learned this from i can't remember the name of the author but he wrote uh, i think his name is mark manson he talks about how the desire for a positive experience itself is a negative experience right because you're emphasizing to yourself that this is isn't positive i want positive I want positive means I'm not at positive. If I'm not at positive, it must mean that I'm at negative, right? So it's kind of like that. This is the desire for the positive experience, which brings you into the cycle of negativity. You fear, you doubt, you doubt the doubt, and you doubt the fear, and you fear the fear, and it just leads you into this whole cycle. Instead of doing all of that, you simply cut it off here and you change your relationship to the negativity. You change your relationship to the uncertainty. Instead of viewing uncertainty as negative, you view it as positive. This is something that is going to help me. I just can't see it yet. And that's okay. That's okay. With time, it will show itself. Which leads me to the third point, which is be patient. And this is what people fail with. And it's embarrassing how badly people fail with this. Like I've seen people try something for like a day or one time and just quit instead of just keeping on trying over and over. We have this desire to get a quick result from everything, right? We want this instant gratification. We want it and we want it now. We want this Amazon delivered to us right now, this same day, just, you know, put it inside my house, feed me, like, you know, chew it up for me and digest it for me. So, you know, this instant gratification is becoming a huge problem and it's conditioning us to get it, want it right now. But reality works with a delay. It takes its own time. You've got to be patient with these things. It's kind of like learning a new golf swing technique and you're like, okay, I'm going to get all the shots right, right now, instead of practicing it, instead of having respect for those who've spent 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 hours mastering their craft, right? So be patient with whatever it is you try, give it ample time. If you're going to try out like a new marketing campaign, don't doubt it right now. Don't doubt it after a day's worth of performance. Give it four, seven or whatever days it might take. Give it a little bit longer than it needs to, right? Sometimes I'll just fail intentionally just to be sure that I'm failing. But if I cut it off too soon, then I'll never know. I'll always be uncertain. Do you see what I mean? So. Whenever you're trying something, give it ample time. If you're uncertain whether or not it's been enough time, give it even more time than necessary. And with time, it'll show itself. Okay? And with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. I sincerely hope this was helpful. Let's do a quick recap of what we talked about today. Today, we talked about the best way to deal with uncertainty and what could happen if you deal with uncertainty the wrong way, which is what most people do and most contract during uncertainty, we want to expand during uncertainty and see it. You know, the only way to expand is to see it as an opportunity. And the example, the prime example of contracting during uncertainty is when people give up. They contract, they're like, oh, it's not gonna work, I'm gonna give up. The next point we discussed was what uncertainty really is. It's potential, right? It's potential that something will change. It's that middle point between two certain points in your life. It's that phase that says your trajectory in life is now going to change. And this is how it changes, right? You go from this line and you're moving here. Maybe you're going to a job. And now in this period of uncertainty, 
you have a say whether or not you keep on continuing in the job or you go to a trajectory that you would like, maybe that financial freedom you've been seeking. And that potential is available to you to change that railroad tracks. And it all depends on how you deal, what meaning you put onto it, which essentially determines your life trajectory. And we talked about the three keys to mastering that attitude, that attitude that you have during the period of uncertainty. Key number one is viewing uncertainty as opportunity. Key number two is simply changing your relationship to uncertainty, looking at this feedback loop of hell. You have something negative and you're negative about the negative. It's going to be worse than just being negative and cutting it off there. Allowing yourself to be negative, allowing yourself to have the negative thoughts. Step three, being patient, giving it enough time for it to unfold. Okay, because most people just quit within a few days. You know, they don't, they've been wired to get a weekly paycheck from their job, but a business might even take a year, two years, three years to build up to the level that you want. So be patient with it. Give it some time. Keep trying, keep going. And the only way you can be patient is if it's something that you love to do anyways. Like for example, if you're a musician and you love to make music, you're gonna do it for free. And if you would do something for free, well, then it's much easier to monetize that and make money from that than something you're just trying to make money off of, right? Like I would have made these videos for free for the rest of my life. <laughs> and uh, with that, I conclude this video. Thank you so much for watching. I sincerely hope this was helpful. Leave me a comment below. Let me know what you thought of this, if this was helpful, if there's any other videos you would like to see, uh, any suggestions that you have. I'll take that into consideration. I'll maybe even make a video on it. And uh, if you're new to the channel, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the little bell there so you're notified of any new video that I put out. And also, if you'd like to work closer together with me and my team within the Reality Mastery program, I invite you to apply, click on the link in the description below to sign up. Now, who we typically work with in this program are people who are business owners and entrepreneurs who want to scale their businesses. And what they're seeing is they don't really have a tactical or strategic problem. They have personal problems that are reflecting out into their business. They doubt themselves. They're not confident in what they're charging or they're not confident in their strategies. And they just find that they have an invisible block. They don't know what it is. They're really unclear. And because of that, they're stuck at this certain revenue level. They can't really scale up past it. If that sounds like you, click on the link in the description to sign up. Let's see if we can help. Uh, the free Facebook group is open for you to take advantage of. The link for that is also in the description. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Till next time. Peace.